Hey everybody, just a quick note before we jump into today's episode. This session of Day Trippers is only going to have one episode. This was the first uh, game that we recorded with no Google Hangouts. Uh, we had gone through a couple of different platforms to try to figure things out. So we did get a quick session in for this session. I thought it went pretty well. Uh, there are a couple of audio issues that I tried to clean up, so we hope that you enjoy it, and um, this will be the last one to kind of have this sort of wonkiness to it. Thanks, everybody. Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. I'm just, I'm going to kick it to Todd to give us a little bit of a uh, of a, a recap from our last session. Uh, I know we're going to do some downtime stuff today, and that might be it because it's already late since we, since we spent so much time dicking around. But let's see what happens. Indeed, on your last mission. Nash and Reggie were sent out to the planet Drear, which was a creepy, spooky, shadowy place with semi-intelligent uh, goo creatures that could mimic, first in just general form, but upon assimilation in perfect form, the shape and even sounds and behavior of any creature they came across. This seems to have been, at least in Drill Mantaka's mind, what had happened to the crew that you were sent out to rescue? The guy went crazy, he murdered all of his crewmates, and then he took off after the creature that had assimilated his dog. You guys found that dog. <laughs> Reggie had a good time on the planet Drear playing with the dog for a little while before tentacles began to grow out of it and we realized it was not a dog not at all. Dog. Which, you know, I guess... Looking back at it, maybe you 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 could have you could have recognized that earlier by the fact that it, it had no suit on. <laughs> there was there was nothing protecting it from the toxic and corrosive atmosphere of the planet Drear. <laughs> but after the dog episode, you were then attacked by Drell Mentaka himself, the crazy scientist who had murdered his crew, and you brought him down. He unfortunately had been up for five days on Zoom Zoom and suffered a heart attack in the battle. And uh, you guys were unable to save him. And so you come back from the mission, which was a search and rescue mission. You come back with one corpse and five ident tags of the buried bodies that you had dug up previously. And that uh, was kind of where we left off because you guys had been, well, you had a final conversation with Bento about locking this planet down, getting it blacklisted, making it an, an X-classified planet, meaning being completely inimical to human life, it would be off the list for any uh, day-tripping missions, at least from Diaspora Ranch. And Bento said he would back you up. And that's pretty much where we left you off. Now, the implication, and uh, we could maybe go another way, it depends on how things work out starting this moment, but the implication was that we were going to do some downtime, and that uh, there, there might be lengthy legal proceedings involved in going to the court, getting your testimonies heard and getting the planet blacklisted um, 
the idea that X investments might not go along with such plans and that Bento might have to call in an army of lawyers was mentioned. But in the meanwhile, we also have a chance for you guys to uh, regroup with your team and to maybe spend some experience points and just sort of catch up with shit. Sounds like a plan. We get to take a breather, in fact. Uh, maybe it's good that this is going to be a short session because uh, it's not like there's an adventure on deck. There's no mission. This is all sort of fallout and regroup. So what's been on your mind lately? You've got, you've got money to burn. You've got experience points to spend. And you've got a crew who you left working on uh, uh, an assignment, by the way, um, before you guys left, hell, seven and a half months ago for the planet Drear. Oh, in some imaginary timeline, it's seven and a half months ago. Uh, one of the last things that Reggie said to Julio was he wanted to see if Julio could create For Whom the Bell Tolls. This would be a neurostimulus emulator that replicated the mind-fucking call of the whom that creature that had once taken over your minds and nearly got you killed. So you can check in on Julio as well. You've got a couple things that you might be interested in doing while you have a little downtime. Let's let's hear what's on your mind. Um, oh, get, oh, get, go go ahead. No, I I was just gonna say um, because sometimes we work uh, with a smaller smaller unit, just Reggie and I, and and Nash has some of the you know electronics experience now. I like to to think that he spent some you know spent some time with Julio. I don't have the XP to spend to like bump that up, but I do want to pick up a uh, electronics pro kit because I know we've been in situations like oh shit, do we have a thumb drive or do we have a you know do I have the spanner that I need to do the thing. If we don't have Julio with us, yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to make sure that we have that available to us, and you know, go ahead and, and get like a plus one pro kit for the electronics. Excellent idea. So the pro kit, I believe, that costs you one mega. That's it. Oof. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get a whole shitload of them. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, what you could do. If you're if you wanted to spend more money, uh, you can now uh, just a, this is a normal pro kit, right? A, a normal pro kit is just uh, you have the gear, right? right. Um, but if you wanted something with a bonus, you know, a, a plus one would be a superior uh, or uh, a pro kit with like pure gold components and like the best possible rating for every unit that would give you a plus one exceptional customized or fine-tuned would give you a plus two or an exquisite work of genius a masterpiece would give you a plus three but of course they would cost more 10 20 and 40 megs respectively uh i'll do 10 i have no problem spending that to get the plus one okay so you have a plus one electronics pro kit cool and that means that it uses superior components and construction. So not only when we face a problem in the field, not only do you have the thing, but you have the thing that's it's so perfectly engineered you get a plus one on the roll. Nice. And then he would spend some time with, uh, you know, with Julio, just going through stuff to make sure he has everything in the right order. He knows what he's doing. You know, this one, this goes with this scenario. And, you know, these are good in this instance, that kind of stuff. All right, let me see how Julio's been doing while you guys were away. 
That's a six. It's not bad. He's got... You know what? I've got a demo. I don't mind showing you. But, uh... I still don't feel like it's there yet, you know? I I need to bump it up a notch. What do you think, Reg? You want to get in the simulator and kick the tires on this thing? <laughs> of course. Of course. This is definitely something I want to do. And Reggie heads towards the simulator. <laughs> fire it up. Fire it up. Kick out the jams. All right. Do you guys want to go in alone? Or do you want to go in on a... I mean, you're, you're the captain. You get to college, huh? Um... I say we bring Tom and Duke with us, right? I mean, they they were there, right? So they they've got some experience. They're they're gonna, you know, understand kind of what's going on, right? I mean, they'll definitely know. They'll know exactly if it. They'll know how accurate it is. Yep. Oh, just go ahead and ignore little Kim, huh? Like I'm just cold chitlins. Oh, if, of course, if you want to come, sure. It's more. It'll be more like a control group. That'll be it. She'll be the control. Oh, I don't want to invade your boys' club or nothing. Uh, uh, no, Kim, it's not like that. You know that. Don't do that. Yeah, uh, that's not right. Oh, come on. Let me see. She looks at Reggie's crotch. Yep. Let's see if you brought your whole package back. Probably not. Yeah, you seen. <laughs> looks to me like you're still in one piece. Ah, uh-huh. yep. Yeah, it's all there. Unfortunately. Uh, so <laughs> Nash leans in. He's like. Hey man, I she I she might have the hots for you. You're gonna. I don't. You know. I, I, I don't. I don't think so. I've got a lot of. I've listen. I've got intimacy issues. All right. She's looking at him and she's trying to. She's trying to constrain a smirk because his face is turning red. Yeah, my face is red. I've got intimacy issues, and you know. Yeah, Kim. Kim actually likes doing this to Reggie because it's so easy to get him flustered. She likes to fuck with him. I'm all fucked up, you know. <laughs> I, I'm all right. That, that's my that's my fault. I, no, I should have said fine. that. I, it's fine, you know. You just you just you know being a captain. <laughs> I, but, I mean, if you want, you know, I mean, if you want to talk about it later, you know, whatever. We it's, forget I said. Just you know, it would be it. a great a great time to talk about something like this. Would be like like never. <laughs> okay. Like yep. Never. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's good. That's good. I tried it with the Therabot, and, you know, that's just, there's just nothing there. You probably didn't spend enough money. No, I didn't put enough in to get that extra, you know, diagnosis. Well, um... Anyway! Yeah, so the <laughs> simulator or what? Simulator, yeah. <laughs> yes, let's go into this and see for whom the bell tolls, right? That's, All right. Right, remember that from before? I, I do, that's good branding, that's man. Yep. F F H T B T. That's it's an acronym. I know that one. Okay, so let me let me tell you guys, um, before I send you in there, I've set this up with the randomizer. So even even I don't know where you're gonna go, but I can set the difficulty level. You guys feel like being tested? Or should we keep it kinda easy? As long as it's anywhere but here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, All yeah. Right. Let's do it. All right. Yes, I did definitely, definitely tested. We need to turn this up to eleven. Okay. So here's here's what I want you to do. Both of you guys, you look at your character sheet and tell me your your TCV. That is your total character value. Uh, I believe I am at one hundred and thirty-four. And Reggie. Cool. But I don't have anything in my TCV. It's like uh, it is. 
Let me grab a character sheet. So your your CP spent, John, at the beginning should have been a hundred for for yeah, character it's C- creation. It's Uh-oh. the CP you spent plus the XP you've spent ever since. Oh, then one, one then one twenty one. Does that sound right? Yeah, I mean, if mine's one thirty four, it's about the same range. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, then I'm gonna go with that. Oh, one twenty one. Okay, so you guys that are seems a- to be what I've spent. You guys are above 250, and that's not even counting your backup. That's that's pretty cool. Okay, so uh, we're going to turn this thing up to 11. You guys go on in. All right, good luck in there, Cezulio. Oh, by the way, you're going to need a safe word hmm. if you need me to shut down the simulation. Uh, bananas? How about bananas? That seems Bananas is safe. probably fine. I was thinking, like, don't shut down the simulation. <laughs> that should be the safe word. <laughs> That'd be funny. Would it be funny? Well, I mean, maybe until they had to come and get us. That's true. Yeah, that's fine. Just do bananas. Yeah, that's just what Bento wants. Come in and have these guys uh, fry their brains on their first day back. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's prepare you for this massive lawsuit and then fry your brains. <laughs> it's going to go great. It'll take our mind off things anyway. Yeah, Absolutely. The world shimmers and changes around you, and suddenly you're surrounded by ice and frozen gases in the rocky, jagged terrain of blue and white. But there's something weird about these rocks. They seem to be burning. They are on fire, dancing flames of blue and white. It is like ice on fire. And you're uh, in in sort of a windswept, bluish area uh, around you, these big, pointed shards of like broken ice burning and around from one of the shards about 50 meters ahead of you crawls a large creature like a big u-shaped about the size of a a, like a a a double length city bus all right the ones that are jointed in the middle it's kind of like that it's like creeping up in a big u-shape like a giant worm except for their little tentacles coming off the front of its head and the little tentacles each end in what looks like a human head. That's probably fine. Holy shit, he wasn't kidding when he said fucking random. I mean, what the hell? I mean, I I, I don't know. I- <laughs> okay, so this, this thing, uh, it crawls out pretty slowly, but then suddenly it moves very fast, and I need you both to do grace rolls. Uh, if you have acrobatics, martial arts, that you can add that. Give me your highest total. Uh, we have plus two and uh, we're saying fighting too I'm on seven martial arts yeah you can use fighting bam I got an eight boom you guys are just just able to dodge out of the way when two of those tentacles with human heads comes flying towards you and you're not sure if you recognize these human heads you you kind of feel like they do and both of you get a different impression because they're different faces but they're like famous people from like tv or commercials or some shit <laughs> it's kind of familiar yeah and it, it's like their heads come flying at you you know these tentacles just extend and the heads come flying directly toward you like almost like they want to kiss you or headbutt you you're not sure which they're coming at you so fast you just have time to jump out of the way <laughs> tuck and roll next action frame everybody gets to say what they're doing um uh, sh- shoot it shoot it uh, yes of course shooting <laughs> shooting lots of shooting all right now 
Um, I'm assuming that you fired that out, that you, sorry, that you spoke that out loud, and so you're, you're actually commanding the rest of the group, John? Yes, sir. Okay. Everybody roll, everybody add. What do you get? I got an, oh, I got a nine. I'm on seven again. Okay. Everybody does well on that one, except for Duke. Oh, Again, Duke. yeah. Damn it, Duke. <laughs> Duke. <laughs> All right, so everybody's jumped out of the way and come up in position, except for Duke, who got snagged on a on a rock, and he's like face down. When one of these heads slams into his, and he's kind of moved to the side, so it slams into his side, and as it does, this tremendous voice erupts from the area where it hit his body. It's like a sonic attack. It's almost strong enough to send you back. And it says, Get it cleaner! Oh, and you no. Guys both, you guys both recognize that, that's, that's a, that there's, a, there's a detergent <laughs> whose commercials have this, this guy, there's this bald guy with a white mustache who says, Get it cleaner! Just yelling and at it people. comes straight out of... Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, the get it cleaner guy. It, but you know what? That that audio attack uh, has literally pushed Duke's body about five feet. Um, it's probably the equivalent of like getting hit by a linebacker when you're not ready for it in midsection. Hmm. Knocked him right the fuck back. Duke is hurt. Everybody else is getting a shot off. Are you aiming? Where are you aiming? Probably center mass. I mean, just maybe like towards the in the area where the uh, tentacles are. Because you're like, you know, I don't know, 40, 50 meters away oh, from, the okay. central, yeah. from the central mass of this thing. It's got these long tentacles that shot out and they all have human heads on them. All right. So those are the parts that are close to you, like close enough to punch. If you want to take a shot at the body, that's that's a medium range shot. I think probably the head, like as it, you know, so they dive out of the way come up into a shooting stance as the things are starting to withdraw. And I, I, Nash, anyway, would be shooting at the head. Yep, me too. Okay, so you're each shooting at the head that came at you. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, you both hit those heads, and the heads are blown open, and the tentacles instantly retract. The creature makes some sort of little squealing noise as far away, and it's not real loud. You don't get the idea that you've done a huge amount of damage to it. And, by the way... Uh, Reggie, the head that you blew up was an elderly mum character from a soap opera that's popular with the sort of like middle-aged women. And uh, Nash, the one that the one that <laughs> the head that you blew up uh, is a, uh, a smiling ex-football player who is now a spokesman for the Somnambula Dream Deck. <gasps> oh, it's perfect. <laughs> Boom! The heads disappear, the tentacles pull back, and the rest of your crowd gets their shots off. Little Kim hits it in the body with a long-distance shot, and Tom also hits it in the body with a distance shot. You do see s- some sort of splurts, bloodish stuff it erupts from the body in the places where they hit. But again, this thing is so large, you don't feel like you've done a huge amount of damage to it. You have set it back, though. And there's no tentacles in your face anymore. Are we going to attack again, or are we trying something different? So Nash runs to Duke to pull him up, to check on him and pull him up to his feet. Good call. Reggie, what sort are you doing? Sort of covering that situation and sort of like just keeping my eye on, on this, this creature to see what it does next. 
Reggie, look at your life shapers. Read them off to me. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Um, relationship. Nash and I are in this together. Uh, I've got a problem. I'm so- somewhat dependent on Comanaprasil. Somewhat. Uh, deter- determined. The secrets of lucid dreaming. I'm determined. Uh, belief. Dark matter should be doing more good. And a problem. My default setting is distrust. Okay, so um, this is a problem because while the rest of the group is a little bit away and you're, you're in point position and the next head that comes out of the thing has Nash's face on it and it says, Man, duck for cover! Oh, fuck you, Julio. No, you, you, need to make a, you need to make a psyche roll. Ooh, okay. Psyche. Because there's something about that voice. It's it, Not only is it Nash's voice, but it feels like it's getting inside your head. Um, well, I rolled a five. Am I adding anything? Uh, I don't have any yeah, slip dynamics, I, that's it. Yeah. I, I don't think you are. Five. Um, so, so this is a no but. Um, so... When you hear Nash's voice and his face comes flying up to you, you instinctively obey the command. And yes. you duck for cover. So that's that's the no. It forced you to do what it wanted you to do. But what else? But when I hit the ground, I I, I realize that I've just I that I've made a terrible mistake. And I would probably maybe I could put <laughs> myself into a, a situation where I'm prepared for it to do something to me again. Does that make sense? Like, I'm just going to assume that I'm getting attacked um, on the next round, but maybe I can just, like, prepare for that? Yeah, you can prepare for that. Um, using, you know, some sort of... You've got yeah, martial right. arts of some yeah. kind, right? Yeah, it's like a, a, it's a okay. fighting style. So you get yourself into a, into a position... You get yourself into a position where we'll give you a plus one for positioning on the on the next roll that comes out? That's right, yes, cool. I like that. Oh, you bastard, you fooled me once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, and it's the next frame. Duke is up on his feet. He's kind of holding his side, but he's he's standing. He's fine. He's got his gun up. Everybody else? Are we still shooting? Nash, your call. So I think he would pull... He's like, alright, uh, let's try to flank it. Reggie Kim, left. Tom, you and me this way with Duke. Okay. I'm going to say everybody is doing a defensive maneuver this round then. You're going to be rolling grace. You can add anything that seems to apply. Martial arts, acrobatics, athletics, etc. Cool. That'll be a six. Do I, should I apply that plus one to this one? Yes. Okay. Uh, nine. So we're, you know, low... Low crouch, moving cover to cover, you know, guns at the ready. Oh, yeah. All right, Reggie comes up out of that first, and I'm going to give him an extra action because he's carrying that plus one forward. So, Reggie, you actually get an attack in at the end of the of the defense. While the creature is attacking <laughs> Reggie twice and, and Lil' Kim. <laughs> I think I, I, I come up out of the roll with like a knife. Like I pull the knife out of my 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 side, and I and I'm just doing like cuts as I'm going through, as I'm going by it, or going by the the stalk that just attacked me. The face that comes flying at Little Kim is Scylla Sardassian. Oh no! 
Kim jumps back out of the way, stumbles and falls on her ass, but it avoids hitting her. Reggie, you've got two attacks coming at you. Your roll was a nine. Yep. I can't beat either one of those, so you've successfully dodged me and gained an experience point while you now get a shot off. All right. I will. I do. I take the shot. Um, You you shoot the Silla head, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) I do. I I try to. I, I shoot the Silla head. (laughs) <laughs> um, four, seven. B to five, you got it. You've blown up the Scylla head. <laughs> the thing makes a, a, a louder noise this time. Like, it's uh, it's actually pissed. It's, it's, it's actually maybe hurt at this point. A louder kind of a squealing noise erupts from the U-shaped worm thing. It sounds angry. And, yeah, it's it's changing its tactic. It's now sliming toward you. It moves fairly slowly, though, so you all are going to get a shot off or a chance to reposition yourselves while it's approaching. Okay, I mean, that Nash's plan was to get closer, to get heavier fire into the body of it. So if it's moving towards us, then then Duke, Tom, and I post up, and I would just say shoot it. Nice. Yeah, I'd probably just take up a, a shooting position as well. Okay. We're all firing into the body, and it is doing nothing uh, to attack this round. So all you have to beat is a four. You beat a four, you hit it. Eight. Eight. Nash, that's a yes and. I'm going to call it two points of damage. Nice. Another eight. Reggie? Yeah, eight. Yep. Two more points of damage, and the thing obliterates. It just pixelates into a cloud. You've destroyed it. We did it. All right. All right. Good shooting. Good tactics, Duke. You all right? Took took a shot, man. Yeah, Duke. Uh, Duke kind of grins, and then he falls over. Ah, shit. Oh, fuck, fuck. Bananas, bananas! (laughs) You know, Nash is on the ground. He, like, rips his fucking... His shirt open, starts looking at him. Dude, first aid. The ice planet disappears... Julio comes running out from behind the console. He's like, I, I didn't mean to hit him that hard. Duke has a broken rib. Oh, Duke. Right, uh, I mean, I guess a medic roll is not going to help that, right? But I guess could I, I could intuit that then? Uh, well, just just by touching the area and looking at the, at the I mean, bludgeon damage right to the side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he thought he could stand and he did for a minute and then fell over again. So it's your first instinct. You start feeling, how does this feel? How does this, when he winces, you realize he's broken this rib right here. All right. You need that rib. Shit. Um, Duke's going to be down. Um, all right. Just stay calm. There's there's a medical facility right here. Yep. Yep. Um, call, call in, um, you know, Chuck, yeah, Chuck. Get a stretcher out here. Yeah, it's, Chuck. It's, Chuck, we need you in the hollow bay. Get down here stat with a stretcher. Hey, you're going to be all right, all right, Duke. It's all right. Julio is Julio is, is holding Duke up. He's like, look, man, I didn't mean I didn't mean it. Man. I told you it wasn't calibrated very well. <laughs> look, man, I'm so fucking sorry, man. You want to hit me? You get to hit me. Hit him. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie grabs him. He yokes him up. <laughs> One free shot. One free shot. Duke actually laughs, and then he winces because he shouldn't have laughed. No, don't laugh, Duke. <laughs> He's like, okay, I, I owe you one. I'll, I'll, I'll cash in later. 
Ah, he's banking oh, it. Shit. Smart. Where's Smart. Chuck with that? Chuck comes in and he administers uh, some some local uh, uh, anesthetic, and uh, then then Duke is smiling. He's like, yeah, "I'll be back. Don't worry. Hold that simulation for me." <laughs> and he's carried out by Chuck and his assistant. Fuck every time, every time. I, we did good work with him when we came back from fucking Inra. I know that's crazy. We have to stop giving him that red shirt. It's gonna, just gonna lead to some bad stuff. God damn, <laughs> we need a new color scheme. Maybe we'll get him in something green. I don't know. Yeah, right. Great. Well, remember his his background was as a, a sniper and a driver. He was never really yeah. the, the combat guy. Maybe we're not putting him in the best situations to I, succeed. It's my fault. It's my... I thought... I mean, I... No. I, th- I thought we got him over that hump. I thought we... Like, we integrate him in... Ah, fuck. All right. It's, you, know, uh, you know what? Better oh, here. Good. Better and here. And there's a slow clap coming from the door as Bento comes walking in. He's like, you're home less than one day. You've already broken one of my nights. Congratulations. I know. I know. I... I, I guess we should have ran some calibrations for I thought Julio. I thought this was supposed to be a whom thing. Like, what the fuck was that worm? Well, I, I it 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 did a sonic attack. It's just it wasn't calibrated right. It hit That's him too what hard. You thought a whom was? Well, I I saw you. It had an effect on you. Did you did you feel it in your head? Yeah, I thought Nash was telling me to get down. I was pissed. Wait, what? Yeah, it was. It had a psychic attack, but I, that's not what the who looked Julio's like. Like, look, man. Okay, I don't know. What's going I don't on know what went wrong. Inside that I don't know head what went yours. wrong with. But that, that, that worked. I'm gonna count that as a, as a win. I don't know. I think we obliterated it pretty, pretty good. Well, didn't you say the whom could make you do what it wanted you to do? Like it said, come to me, and you fucking. Yeah. No. I. Okay. So, if, in that regard, yes, you succeeded in, sort of like cloning and that sort of thing but the the whom sort of like it keeps you in that effect you know i mean i got over it right quick and and bento is looking back and forth between you guys you're like are, are you seriously telling me that you're trying to create weaponry that can get inside reggie's head <laughs> do you know what's in reggie's yeah, head you don't want to be in there <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, gentlemen, but I'm going to have to shut down this experiment. This, we got too much going on. All right, I mean, I think it was a, it was a pretty good. You know what? If you can take anything from it, Julio, it's that you're on the right track and you're doing a great job. <laughs> well, I should remind you, Julio says Bento, that any research and development you uh, successfully come up with while using my machines and on my clock belongs to me I just calm right. down boss it's, don't, we, don't want to miss an opportunity to weaponize something that we're using for research look we, I'm down we, he, I asked them to take a look at some stuff we had a hard time with the whom there's a lot of people go out there I thought if we could get some sort of like filters or you know noise protection or something for it look it's don't come down on him no I, I appreciate I appreciate that gentleman and as a matter of fact Julio I commend you on the fine job. We might yet continue this project. However, testing will not be done on my day tripping team. That that's fair. That's that's my fault. Well, I was I, I did suggest turning it up to eleven. I mean, to be truth be told, I didn't think he had an eleven, but apparently there was an eleven. 
So, says Bento, um, you're saying this is your fault? Sure, I'll take the blame. You know, I'm always up for taking the blame. <sighs> I'll be sure to note that in your permanent record. Come on, gentlemen, we have something to discuss. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. <laughs> he, he just slaps Julio on the back as they're walking out. <laughs> <laughs> Back in uh, back in Bento's office, he uh, informs you that uh, we need to have a, a video conference. That is a holographic conference with uh, Blanche Regerty, and he wants to be sure um, that we're all on the same page. That the plan is still the same. You're going to advise that the plan to be blacklisted, and uh, we expect that she's not going to take this news well. Are we? Right. Yep. Understood. Very well. Now, is there anything you're going to withhold from your report? And I guess, Nash, this question is really to you, because as the captain of the team, you'll be speaking for both of you. Yeah, I mean, you, you look through the report. I I, I, I mean, we, I, I mean, I feel like we accomplished mission objectives. We, we found the bodies. We found, found the dock. We, you know, we tried to, to save them, bring them back. Okay, let's let's do this this way. We'll we'll bring up the hologram. There's Blanche Regerty. Niceties are exchanged between her and Bento. The uh, small hovering drone turns in Nash's direction, and everything that you just said to me, you've said to her. Um, but out of character, what I want to know is: is there anything you're withholding? Like anything you will. Well, yeah, that's what we were doing in character. That's what he was telling Bento. Like, you know, we did, you looked at the stuff. We we accomplished what we needed to. I don't know, like, as far as, like, what to withhold. I mean, I don't think we did anything. Yeah, yeah I just I just want to be sure because Bento is going to say, you know, hello, you received the documents that I sent you via the net. And uh, in case you have any questions, here's the captain of the operation, Jack Nash. And then the camera turns to you. So I, I, I'm assuming that you're, you're, you're going to basically say everything that's already in the report. Um, yeah, but, I, as a, yeah. but as the GM, I wanted to give you the chance to, not, to, to make sure if there was something you wanted not to say that it was not said. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think so, because I, I feel like he and Bento would have had that conversation. Like, when he watched the footage and then read the report that we submitted, you know, if he didn't redact anything or or say, like, hey, do we do you guys really want to include this bit? Like, I think we would have done that sort of, like, off screen, I guess, already. So I'm assuming as we go into the meeting that if he hadn't brought anything up specifically that like from an upper level that he's looking at like from business perspective that wouldn't be uh good to transmit that he would have removed that from the report already you know what i mean okay so the synopsis of the report is basically uh the uh the the inhabitants of the planet drear or it may be a single inhabitant because it's boundaries are unclear there may be some sort of massive hive mind effect going on uh may be unsentient but it is dangerous enough so that you advise the planet be blacklisted and put into the uh the x class planets registry and, and evidence of that is the dog that looked completely normal until the tentacles came out so that if something would come back it could be very difficult to see that right and as for the outcome of the previous mission 
the story is that Drell Mentaka, who in uh, in anybody's opinion was already a weird dude, went around the bend when he lost his dog and something happened involving Mentaka and his experiments on the mimics, which ended badly. Mentaka became paranoid and killed his own crew. Yep. All right. So do you have rhetoric skill? I believe I do, actually. Uh, I do have rhetoric at plus one. Nice. So this is going to be a charm roll. I'll, I'll give you charm or brains. Uh, they're both two. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. And add your rhetoric skill. See how convincing you are. Oh, I'm, I'm convincing at a four. Okay. It's a, it's a little bit difficult because she, you know, she's kind of a sharp-edged person. And the look on her face, she has resting bitch face. So the look on her face always seems like she's doubting you're telling the whole truth and daring you to continue and say more. And you find yourself like adding more sentences because you just feel nervous because she's staring at you that way. Yeah. And, and he knows it and he's trying to like not do it. And then he like his eyes flick to Bento and Bento doesn't say anything. And he just... But the dog, I mean, it, it, you know, it looks, it looked normal. I mean, it, but I mean, we didn't even realize right away. Like it, it wasn't in a suit. Like it just came bounding out of the forest, and it, it you know, it jumped on Reggie. Yeah, it's a good thing. It, I, I don't, I, it was. It okay, was awful. at this point, she raises, she raises her hand, and she turns to Bento, and she says, "Mr. Hajir, you remember what we discussed about the contingency plan." And Bento nods quietly. He shoots you a quick glance that means you don't know about that. And back to her. She says, are you saying that plan should be scrapped? I thought we had an understanding. Bento loosens his collar a little bit and looks at you guys again. And he says, uh, I have not yet brought up the contingency plan. I wanted to know what your feelings were on the, in regards to the original report. If these guys say that... Uh, no human being should ever visit the planet Drear. There's no way I'd send them back there again. And, and Nash is kind of like, he straightens up and he's like, whoa, what? Part of my contract with X Investments, he says, he's now turning toward you, and Blanche is nodding along, was that we would follow through whether the search and rescue was successful or not in bringing back a sample of a mimic. Now, I was... Unclear, he turns to Blanche's hologram. I was unclear as to who exactly I would send to do that. In fact, I believe if you read the contract, I am not even obliged to use my own personnel. I may subcontract this job, say, to Valdez and company. She agrees, that's true. But she wishes to know whether he wants to go through the uh, lengthy and complicated process of renegotiating the contract or whether he's going to make good on contingency plan B. He looks back at you guys. Nash stands to the, uh, he stands at the table and says absolutely not. You heard it Blanche. These guys won't be doing it and if they won't do it I don't think you can find anyone else there out there who can. I've got the best men of the business right here. So uh <laughs> Reggie folds his arms. So I suppose we'll be seeing you in the North American Circuit Court M Division because this planet's being blacklisted. Blanche looks at Nash and then she looks at Bento and then she totally folds and she says, very well, I understand. 
as she quickly ends the call. Nash sits. He, he lets out a, you know, like a deep breath. It's like, I'm sorry, boss, but like, there's, there's, there's no way. I mean, you, 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 you watch the video. I mean, you, that looked like a real, can you imagine? You, I know it's Beth's money, but I, I, what, I mean, what did you think we could bring something like this back here? We do have containment methodologies. We do have teams of xenobiologists. It really was a matter of whether you guys would do it or not. The second mission was a contingency. If you'd come back with Mentaka and a crew and a bunch of data and perhaps a sample, everything could have gone another way. And that's why the second contract was written as contingent on the outcome of the first. Look, I didn't volunteer you guys. It could have been anybody. But honestly, if you say no, then I must agree with you. Valdez and company, they might be able to blow a bunch of these things to smithereens, but it doesn't mean they have the ability to bring one home. I was bluffing. I would never hire Valdez over you guys. I, I, I mean, I, I appreciate that. I, I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that, you, that you've got our back. I mean, I... I mean, one of these things, no one knows anything about them. One of these things introduced to a new environment. Who, who, the, who the hell knows what it could do? You know? It's just... That's insanity, what, what's being discussed. I understand. Of course, there are those who would say it was, it was insanity to bring the magic eight ball back from Dimension X. And yet, if Zion Diaspora hadn't done that... What would you guys be doing for a living? Probably humping through the jungle still. <laughs> I suppose, but I don't think it's... I don't consider that when I think of what I'm doing now. When, like, maybe he shouldn't have brought the thing back. I mean, this is a conversation <laughs> for another time, but I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, you're right. If, I, if he hadn't done that, what would I be doing now? Well, I'd probably be in a gutter somewhere. <laughs> Maybe I should be in a gutter somewhere. I don't say that. You know? Wow. I suppose that's... This, this is, again, this is very existential, and I'm getting a little uncomfortable. The day tripper who says, Maybe day tripping wasn't a good idea. <laughs> probably not. Don't worry, Reggie. <laughs> you know, you are so easy to fuck with. He claps you on the back. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. All I'm saying yeah, is, I, I am all I'm saying is, easy to fuck with. there's a good chance that some brilliant scientist somewhere might have been able to come up with a miracle drug or a, some kind of uh, useful technology. But hey, there are other realities. There are other minerals, other compounds, other things to find. We'll find you guys something else to do. In the meanwhile, Nash. Brush up on your rhetorical skills just a little bit. Uh, I have a feeling you might need them in front of the arbitrator. <sighs> All right. Yep. I, I <laughs> will do. I'll um. I'll, I'll get with the with the bot again. I'll, I'll double time it. Let's do some downtime, you guys. The rhetoric bot. <laughs> yeah, I love. I love it. Well, so um, b before we do that, he he just wants to say to him. Um, so so how's this gonna uh, like affect? business then like are we going to be stuck here tied up with the court stuff i mean how, how is this going to work for for dark matter i mean we have the rest of the team but 
Uh, well, we'll be the ones bringing suit. There's, it's not as though there's a, um, a danger of you taking flight or anything. However, it would probably be a good idea if you guys uh, didn't do any life-endangering missions while you have a pending court case. Uh, in the meanwhile, I'll continue working on Scylla, or rather, my lawyers will continue working on her lawyers, in order to feel out the situation that we're, we're getting into. I have a feeling she's not going to want to take this to the circuit court. She'll uh, probably call for a third-party arbitration. Okay. How does that usually break? I, I, you know, it's not something that we've had to do before. Well, that depends on who is the arbitrator. Um, but these guys make a living out of being fair. As long as, uh, as long as we have no history, no negative judgment of the arbitrator she chooses, we'll probably go along with it. All right. Good. I, I just, I, I can't see anything good coming out of that. I mean, I know you said before that they. You know, they're, they're scattershot trying to find stuff out there and being the first ones to it. But, I mean, every time we've had to deal with them, it, it hasn't been in a good way. I, I know the thing with Scylla's birthday was, that wasn't their fault, I guess, but it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I know you feel, Nash. And frankly, I'm not a big fan of, uh, of Ms. Regarty myself. But, you know, how do you expect to become so rich and powerful? You know, by not cutting corners? I guess that's why I'm not rich and powerful, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Go have some downtime, you guys. Enjoy the planet Earth. <laughs> Thanks. Is that where we are? <laughs> <laughs> Be good to spend some time with Jasper. All right, so... Um, Who the fuck is ja Oh, the cat. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> man. The cat's like a family. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. Let's do a quick refresher. I think... Are you guys still living in like that uh, automated apartments with? I you know Reggie had an automated apartment with like ads on the walls and shit. And Nash, you're in a much nicer place. Is that right? Yeah, I, I've got my own. I've got my own home. It's all automated and shit. And I got the cat bot. Looks like Susie. All that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Total. <laughs> Jesus. You're still not over that girl. Right. That's right. Fuck. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you you get it. Seems that like, that every time you go flipping through the channels, you see that same fucking commercial about the new Dream Deck Six. He just every time he just turns the TV off and then shakes his head yeah. and wonders why did I put the TV on in the first place? Oh yeah, <laughs> to try to take my mind off things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so if it's not an ad for that, it's like some fucking news program with him and Scylla, like Nash, like oh. in the background oh, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And yeah. her new bow, main squeeze, mystery mask. Scylla's latest arm candy. <laughs> okay, so um, let's say for the next 30 days or so, for the next month, you guys are just kind of enjoying your your downtime. Um, are we, like, trying hard to lay low? Or are we, uh, well, actually, in Nash's case, it's kind of hard to lay low because you do get taken to these celebrity events with Scylla, which... By the way, the relationship with Scylla is is going uh, a, a seven on on two d six, which means exactly status quo. Nothing has changed, so you are still like once a week called to some red carpet event, and you end up going back to her place uh, and having absolutely average sex with her. 
All right. And going home with some expensive new gift. He 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 thinks every time she calls, like he should grab Reggie in case. Um, uh, what was it? it? Wasn't Carly? Nope. No. No. What was her name? Some something Jane. I can't. No, remember. I'm just saying no. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> well, so he thinks better of it, right? Because he knows you're a little unstable, say fairly, and to put you in that situation, like he doesn't want to. Again, everything's Nash's fault. He doesn't want to put you in a situation. That that. Corey Jane. Corey Jane, yeah. Corey, yeah, yeah that's right, yeah. Like, and I, I just realized I should have thrown her face at you in the simulator. If yeah. I never saw her again, it would be too soon. <laughs> like, I feel like she hasn't brought it up. She's like, oh, you know, is, is you know, Reggie going to, you know, Corey's going to. Like, she hasn't said anything, so Nash hasn't said anything. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's true. She absolutely hasn't said anything about Corey Jane. Maybe the two of them are in a fight. Who knows? <laughs> um, but anyways, go ahead, Nash. This is your next 30 days. You're rolling 3d6. And the higher you... This is your totaling. 3 to 18. Okay. Uh, and the higher you roll, the better your life goes. Uh, two fives and a one, so 11. 11 is nothing. Life goes on pretty much as expected. You are even Steven, my friend. Nice. This whole month through. Reggie, how about you? Grab 3d6, roll them and add them. Oh, and if you want to lay low, you actually can. Oh. 12. Okay, and are you trying to lay low, or are you just living normal life? Um, Reggie's trying to lay low, but he is... I, I feel like Reggie also has sort of sought out Julio for some, like, extra work <laughs> with his Whom program, and... Really? Tell me about that. Um, just to kind of... Reggie just sees the benefit of, of perfecting something, of, of just trying to, like, give as much data as, as he can for Julio to, like, work on these simulations. Also, Interesting. in any way, if it helps with his understanding of the... Uh, uh, what is that? I forgot the lucid dreaming. I don't. I don't think that would be related at all. But that's another thing that he also continues to work towards. So, like maybe Julio can hook something up to his head, <laughs> and then I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, let me make a couple rolls here. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Julio is doing great. Julio has managed to fine tune this thing. So that he can make you shit yourself. And I do. <laughs> On command. Yeah. And he does that to you one time. He can he can make you remember particular moments of your life. Like by changing the, the signal that's getting inside your head. Okay. And he can make you like dance around like a puppet. Oh, they have a ball together. Julio and Reggie, they're having a great time. <laughs> it's a little disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't mean for you. I mean for me. Oh, okay, <laughs> good. It's a little disturbing <laughs> for the for the audience at home. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just picturing Julio and Reggie and Reggie's weirdo, yep. bizarre apartment <sighs> with all of his strange sexual nightmares painted on massive canvases. Oh God! And Reggie yep. himself, <laughs> Reggie himself, probably out of it on Comanapricil like half of the time. Oh, can, like, can I can I maybe say that? Some of this stuff has taken has taken 
the Comanaprosil's place, like maybe he's getting addicted to being in the simulator with, the, with Julio. T- t- or I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Uh, well, I mean, I we could connect. It. This feels like kind of like. Uh, I'm not trying to get off the Comanaprosil. Like what we call dolls in Ubiqua City, like the ultimate submissive. Almost masochistic, semi semi erotic role play, right? <laughs> sort of scenario building to an inevitable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, maybe you can tell me the details because, like, this this goes really well for a few weeks, and but uh, it gets progressively weirder and weirder. And at around the end of the month, um, <laughs> there's one event that happens where Julio just turns off the simulation and goes. Man, <laughs> I can't play with you no more. You know what I think? It is? Hold on. No, this is good. I think what happens is I think they both decide at the same time that they've gone too far. So everything just kind of stops. Julio kills it and, and Reggie just kind of turns around and goes, that was probably that was probably the line, right? And Reggie's like, yeah, we did it. It's like, <laughs> we probably shouldn't speak of this anymore. And then, like, it's, it's, it's some sort of weird thing where, like, he can't stop the whom from putting his own face on it and then so now um, it's but like what we do know is when when we when we see that scene we don't see what the thing was <gasps> but but yes. reggie is naked reggie is naked there's no diaper uh julio comes <laughs> in and fucking reggie's got a fucking he's rock hard and <laughs> just like turns around and walks out well the who that well julio can see all this happening i imagine right so like he, so it's like all it's like you can julio probably realizes it first where he's like wait something's something's bad something bad is happening and reggie's just like in the throes of just whatever demons are grabbing onto yeah. his mind yeah for a while julio like doesn't he doesn't care what he's getting he's just kind of getting better yes. at, at right. digging into your mind and he's, yeah. so he's getting off on the technological success of it all but then at a certain moment he looks up and he realizes what yeah. you're actually doing <laughs> he kills right? it. and you're like you're just fuck in the air <laughs> so that was probably it then we, I think we reached the end of that rainbow, and it's uh, yeah, I, I, I think maybe we can find some other test subjects. Like I'm cool if we don't want to talk about this ever again. I'm absolutely cool with that. Maybe just take the data, the data, or whatever, <laughs> and just kind of like, you know, do with it what you must. But it'd be cool if you know this is just sort of between us. No one needs to know, man. Nope. No one needs to know. No one needs to ever know. I'm going to go take. A bath. All right. Also, at the very the very next day, uh, when you show up uh, for work, having had a month off, there is some news. Bento uh, Bento says, "Well, we've been given a choice, and so I want to give you guys full transparency here. The choice is uh, we go to interspace arbitration, and Blanche's Blanche is going to hit hard due to the fact that I did promise her a second mission." If the first one came back alive, came back alive. So she's giving us a choice. And that choice is we can face arbitration or you guys can go back and bring a sample of a mimic. You don't have to answer me now. We have 30 days to respond. You don't have to bring back a whole body. You don't have to bring back a man-sized mimic. All you need is a sample Something like that initial sample that we saw in the in the video. That goo left on the computer console. Now, you guys have fought these things out in the field. 
I know you said no the first time, but she'll agree to lock this planet down if you come back with a sample. It's something to consider. She won't even fight us if she gets her sample. I mean, if, I feel like that's six and one half dozen in the other, isn't it? I mean, if they can bioengineer that thing, they don't need someone with boots on the ground. They, they, they'll just make them here. I mean, am I crazy? Well, we have no idea what they intend to do with it here. Like I said before, it, it could have some medicinal properties. It could have, it could be the next popular mind-expanding drug. Who knows? What's more likely with her? Probably a weapon. Uh, I suppose a weapon may be a possibility. We can't rule that out. But then again, we deal in with weapons manufacturers and distributors on a regular basis. They are a legitimate business. Nash, it's your call. You know I'm with you. What this comes down to is Ms. Regarty wishes some sort of return on investment before the planet gets locked down. And I can see her position. She has spent an awful lot of money. It's kept both of you and I afloat. Quite nicely, I might add. But what are the odds of winning the arbitration just outright without having to do any of this? Or is it just something that you're just interested in? In, in doing and satisfying that part of the secret deal or whatever. I think we have fairly good odds of winning the arbitration should we go there. In fact, I you're think pushing it is... For, you're pushing for this, and I, and, I, and I get it. I do. I mean, if Nash decides it's the way to go, then it's the way to go. I just want to make sure that it's not... If it can be avoided, it should be avoided. But if it's something that there's just more riding on it, then I suppose it's worth considering. Well, this this isn't a personal vendetta, and it isn't anything... How shall I put this? From a business perspective, I can understand her position. And if she's willing to make it easy to get the planet wiped off the chart, and all she wants is a sample before that happens, well, I can see where she's coming from on this. And what would be in it for us? I'll pay the same wage as the previous mission. Ten megas each. Look, you're the only people who are already familiar with the planet Drear. There is also that. I, I can't give you an answer today, Bento. I'm sorry. This is something that I, I'm going to have to talk with Reggie about. Understood. You guys take your time. We're in slow motion tennis with the lawyer team over there. And I imagine we'll have another 30 days to respond. All right. Well, uh, we'll get back to you. We'll let you know. That's all I got, gentlemen. Is there anything else you wanted to take care of, like uh, bookkeeping-wise? Just a very important, just moving forward, there's a very important thing I just want to have on, on the record here. Uh, Reggie and Julio never again make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> There's never a moment where Reggie and Julio even acknowledge when they're not forced that they're in the same room together. And there certainly <laughs> is never any more eye contact. Uh, yeah, yeah. Julio probed a little deeper than he wanted to, and he touched one of those sexual nightmares. And not only that, but Reggie was getting off on it. Yeah, but it was like a... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it isn't... Sexual nightmares... I mean, we've seen the sexual nightmares. This went... This went to a place 
just it just went to a just a, a just a very bad very bad place. <laughs> so like I think I think Julio reached in and pulled something out that not like that was in there, but Reggie's brain hadn't evolved to the point where he could experience it himself. But now all but bets now are he off. <laughs> He's opened that door, and now Reggie doesn't know how to close it, or if he even wants to. Oh, are you jonesing for another session? He might be after after he gets over this <laughs> this, this this specific scenario. Wow, yeah. interesting. Maybe. All right. Do you guys um, want to spend any XP or anything? Like, you've, you've just been through 30 days. You could have been reading, training, whatever. I would like to have spent, you know, to upgrade my rhetoric, but I don't have enough XP for mm. it. Narratively, then, he does spend some time with the rhetoric bot and whatever, and, you know, <laughs> he's doing the thing. Okay. But, yeah. Um Reggie, you had another thing that you wanted to do. Are you ready to do that or no? No, I have to. Um, I have to talk with Todd still. Yeah, yeah. I wanted. To, I want to get the uh, the logistics. <laughs> down. It's I. It's it's hold over from when we when we were playing before, before the before the break. That was a gift that Reggie's getting for Nash. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can talk about that off screen, and then yeah, you can I wanted pres- to actually build yeah, yeah. it with the rules, like to, to get awesome. it. Yeah, shit. I've said, I've said, too, said much. too much. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> other than hanging out with Reggie. I don't think that there's anything else. I mean, they would obviously be talking about this mission yeah. stuff and and all the stuff that surrounds it. I guess kind of off screen, and I guess we'll do a little bit on screen when we record again. And every time you say something that sounds at all like the the stuff that was going on with Julio, Reggie immediately cuts you off. There's nothing with Julio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. And there's just no reason for it. Has this reached the level of a life shaper yet? Oh, yeah. We're probably building towards a life shaper of the, 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 the newly opened door. <laughs> or are we maybe swapping Comanapracil for God? I don't even know what to call it. Um, oh yeah, simu- you know what? Sim- That's a good point. Simulated neurostimulation. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to think about that. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be, it's like a, a a slow migration from Comanapracil to whatever this new stimhead. You're becoming a stimhead. Yep. Whatever expands my mind. Yeah, fuck yeah. So Nash comes to pick him up one day and he's got he's sitting with like a fucking VR rig on or whatever. <laughs> banging on the door, banging on the door, yeah. he doesn't come in, Nash pulls his you know, he's got a key to the place, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, right. Very cautiously opens the door. Reg! There's always a pause yep. when you open the door, like, what am I about? What am I about? So yeah, yeah. Walk <laughs> he walks am in I, with, like, hands over his eyes. Am I even ready? There's always a painting first. You always get greeted by a painting. Yeah, and, and it's just and not. Nash, you notice isn't. that every time you go to Reggie's apartment, he's, like, he's gathering up this collection of, like, every uh, head-mounted uh, neurostimulation recording or augmented intelligence device on the market 
He's trying all the VR goggles. He's trying all the AR headsets. He's got a just to try to just try to, to mimic you know that what, day. You know the day he's. You know the day you really start to worry about it is when he's got a dream deck. Oh, that that's not a good day. Nash comes in, and and you know like Reggie comes out of the bedroom and like, but he leaves oh, the door just, open. He just wanted Hello. to record some of this stuff so he could play it again later. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, it, like I'm sorry. What? Wait, what? No, what? Well, I mean, <laughs> who? Uh, what, what? What's what's going on, man? Like, uh, in what? With what? With with who? I, I mean, I'm what? I'm not like snooping. I, I like you didn't. I'm like, but I can see the dream deck is kind of like in my line of sight, man. Like, how could you? Oh uh, yeah, it's just sort of like it's just sort of like research, um, re- just research. I'm into science stuff now. But after all that shit, man, after all that shit we went, like, you know he's doing something wrong. Like, how the fuck could you use that thing? Well, maybe. Maybe I'm trying to get on the inside. Maybe I can, like, he see, maybe he'll, like, see me, and then he'll just know, and then maybe I'll fuck the whole system up. I mean, I I don't know that it works like that, man. I like are you are you okay? Like is everything all right? I mean, who even knows? Who even knows how it works? Not me. There's this wild look <laughs> in Reggie's eyes that that you've seen before you just, now. You just don't know. <laughs> like are you are you sleeping okay? Like I think I'm asleep right now. No? No, man. Like oh, shit. Do like do you Hold on. Do you need to talk to somebody? I mean, like, you don't have to talk to me if you don't want, like, I get, uh, like... Shit. am some... I not talking to you right now? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like... Okay. But, like, existentially, I mean, like, are you oh. not in a good place? Or what's the... I know we've had a lot of shit going on, but, uh... Like, I'm, I'm worried about you, man. Like, I... I Listen. I, do you hear that? N- no, I hear you. No, no, neither do I. It's fine then. Uh, folk. All right. Are you? Are you? Reggie puts a hand on your shoulder, and it's like it's 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 got like it's just soaking wet. (laughs) 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 Listen to me, and it just swaps on you. He goes, "Oh, right. That's not that's not anything. Don't worry about it. Uh, Uh, everything's fine. uh, All right. Okay. Just here. Here's a towel." He hands you a towel, and the towel is no, just No, like, he takes wet. it, like, from his fingertips, and he, like... That's not gonna do anything. Never mind, that's the wrong one. And then he hands you a dry towel. <laughs> look, look, man, are, are you ready to go? Because Nat's, like, weird and shit. Um, is it? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm just gonna... I'll wait over I mean, here, I can, and then you... I'm just gonna, like, what... You finish what you're gonna... Yeah, you know what? what why don't you just go <laughs> and just kind of, like, wait outside yeah, the yeah, door... I, and I'll be, I'll be. I right shouldn't with have come you. in. I, I, I knocked, and you. Like, it was like five I mean, minutes. I gave you the key. There's really nothing. I suppose this, this is my fault. Um, but maybe we could do a thing where, like, I put a sock or something on the doorknob, <laughs> and then you know, like, maybe it's not the best time. So, I mean, this, I'll, this is on me. Yeah, this okay, is on but, me. But you're, you're okay, though. But just so we're clear, just so we're clear. Nothing that you're seeing right now is indicative of any sort of weird thing that Julio and I did together. <laughs> I, I didn't 
think no what wait that's even more I, you know what I, I don't want to know I'm, I'm just I'm a fucking wait outside you just it's fine Every, it's fine just just, it's fine. just just acknowledge that it's not a Julio thing just I, I gotta hear you say it it's sure it's not a Julio thing I, ha, that's right mm-hmm. that's right I got it okay alright um, I'll be yep over yeah I'm gonna mm-hmm. he's just staring at you <laughs> as you walk out of the door <laughs> Dirk very quietly closed the door <laughs> And then you hear a sound that's you can't. It's not anything you've ever heard before. It's just this, it's just this, this crazy. It sounds like a scratching, like water scratching. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Now you hear that. He he like so he's sitting there. He's kind of like leaning by the door, and then he hears that and kind of like. It's just not like, possible. It's just an impossible sound. But there, I mean, there it is. I can't do anything about it. That's what you he, hear. He like he takes a couple of steps like down the hall <laughs> so as to yeah. not hear it. It gets louder the farther <laughs> away you get. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it just stops. He he like looks at his watch and like looks back at the door. <laughs> Your watch has stopped ticking. <laughs> and a thought goes through your mind. Has Reggie found out how to lucid dream in reality? And then, no, of course not. Yep, immediately just, like, shakes his head like, no, it's not possible. (laughs) Yeah. What? No, it's not possible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just nuts. It's just chaos. It's nuts. And Nash gets this really quizzical look on his face, and then the camera irises in. (laughs) Fades to black. (laughs) To black. Yeah, we mm. did it. <laughs> I feel, I feel, I feel better. I feel better about being back in Reggie's skin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I tell you, <laughs> it's fun exploring that. Right on. Cool. Exploring that uh, mind, mind palace. Yeah. Well, that was that was a kind of a unusual episode it was not only was it short but uh it was one of those episodes where you spend the whole time on earth yeah that doesn't happen often well i guess the whole first season almost did but (laughs) (laughs) it's been a while since then (laughs) yeah good stuff yep all right so if you guys uh like the show we have a sponsor uh, birds of a feather coffee company it's a small batch craft coffee roaster right you think i would know that by now by heart uh they have some awesome on-brand stuff for themselves they have the night owl blend which is a uh, dark roast not as much caffeine in the dark roast which i learned after i you know, talking with Neil about coffee stuff. Uh, they also have the Morning Lark blend and also the Hummingbird, which I think is the decaf. Uh, but the one we want you to order, the one that's really good, the one that's the best, is the Legendary Brew. And it, it's a medium roast. It has the notes of, like, vanilla and shit and whatever. You can go on a website and check it out. Um, it's really good. It helps the podcast out. We get a little bit of a kickback for it. It's roasted fresh, so when you put your order in, you're going to have that roasted... When you put your order in and send out to you as fresh as can be, uh, shipping is free. 
And if you use the code LEGENDS10, you're going to get 10% off your order. It's almost like Neil is giving his coffee away. And it's really good, so he shouldn't do that. We should probably all pay more, but we're not going to tell him that. And he doesn't listen, so he'll never hear it. <laughs> so we uh, hope that you do that. Uh, ratings and reviews on iTunes and all, you know, whatever your favorite pod catcher is. That's also super helpful. We're on all the social media stuff. We're happy again to have John back uh, in in recording time. This has been pretty short, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be playing Day Trippers again. This is my favorite game, so uh, this is I'm, I'm excited to, to, to have this back to the virtual table, so to speak. All right, well, thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.